thanks for tuning in to Cam and the Rev and then there's Jeff. You can find us at Facebook and Instagram under Cam and the Rev and then there's Jeff. Listen to us at any major podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just to name a few. Got a great show coming up for you guys today. Hope you enjoy. There we are. What's up, everybody? Coming in hot. Baby. Good evening. Good evening. Coming in hot. Look, I uh, I know you've already heard the the intro, but we we were maybe a little bit unprepared tonight Very. for a new intro because awesome. we have we have our first sponsor, ladies yes. and gentlemen. The, we are officially sponsored. We are a sponsored podcast. Uh, and we came into the podcast room upstairs, and we'll post a pic on social media. Yes. Uh, Cam in the Rev Studios. That's what it's called, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's Cam in the Rev Studios. High, sitting, sitting high above. Whoa, was it um, uh, uh, CRJ? CRJ Studios. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Like that? Yeah. CRJ <laughs> Studios sitting high above Integrity BJJ here in Poppin' Carrollton, Georgia tonight. Poppin' night, boy. Uh, they are, there's two proms, Carrollton High School prom is tonight, and then uh, Camarano's and my kids have the Mount Zion prom tonight. So we are, <laughs> we, we are, we are hopping. So we have a, as I was saying, we have a new sponsor our first sponsor for the podcast. They send gift baskets. They, they, they left. They, yep, they, they send uh, gift baskets. So we have the Bad Moms Club uh, out of our own integrity. BJJ has, has, sponsored, has sponsored the podcast, and they've left us a gift basket with a bunch of goodies in it, um, a nice – bad a, a nice poster here on the uh, podcast table bad bad moms bad moms what you gonna do what you gonna do when they come for you bad moms and they left us a card here guys um, i didn't even know we had a card yeah they left us a little card this <clears throat> podcast is sponsored by the bad moms and it's signed by the baddest hannah stephanie mama camp and Allie. Hey, yo. So yes, the uh, Integrity Bad Moms Club. And Shout out and to there's all, there's all to kinds them. of stuff. In there's here. everything you ever need. Yeah, there's there's everything. Yeah, I all, mean, this is sustenance. like a podcast survival kit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fiddle faddle. Oh, I didn't even know they made fiddle faddle anymore. Yeah, it's um like a it's a fiddle faddle. Yeah, but look, look, they're uh, they're even concerned with us as as all of us are rapidly approaching middle age. <laughs> they uh, they gave Speak us some some skinny pop popcorn only 150 calories per bag no GMO Kyle. no GMO gluten no GMO. free so gluten free. for all you gluten uh, you people that are allergic yeah. to gluten I'm, I'm out gluten there. sensitive you know, are you are you right to my sensitive? hips <laughs> right to my hips <laughs> that'll do it and we we have we also have something that that's really cool that we needed that our our pod track here does does not have we have a fail button hey. that was actually requested by us on so look that just tells me that that these women the, the bad moms club really does they do listen to us oh, because yeah. we yeah. mentioned that a couple times in our podcast that we need just a want want button and we got our, our very own fail button so and and i think there's another uh, we got something else 
<laughs> I, mean, I think Krusty the Clown just walked in the room. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so we got it, man. We got we got sound machines. And you know, and and then on top of everything, right? We kind of went in pretty hard uh on on one of the first few podcasts that we had about men wearing scarves, right, in Georgia. Oh yeah. Well, y'all did. I was defending the scarf people. You well, did, but but oh, how the turns you, have tabled. You did. Say, you did say you didn't have one. Yeah, I don't have one. I'm not. You do now. You do now. I don't have one. You do. Yeah, no, one. it's right there on your chair. <laughs> but Jeff and I actually have ours on. We, you know, someone they they look. They were nice enough, and I know I may have, I may have been a little judgmental. Um, I may be a little judgmental about scarves, right? It's a nice Before. scarf. Th- these are these are nice scarves. These are nice. Now look, mine is mine is green and, and purple and, and a little fuzzy. There you go. See that that's I'm that's kind of I'm that's going like college professor. Right yeah, here, yeah, so. that's college professor. Yeah, Amanda just sent me a, a text and um, she she wanted pictures. So yeah, so I think all of them are going to. All of, all, all of them are going to want pictures. Now, this is great stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've got everything. We've got beef jerky. We've yes. got Maker's Mark, which yes. I'm a fan of. Composition books. Composition books. Um, minions. Minions. Which, I, you know, I can't help Dog but think toys. that those minions are supposed to be like the what? bad moms. Yeah, they kind of are. We have planters, classic peanuts. We got nuts. I had I had made a Jerky. joke. This I had is, made a joke awesome. that uh, and I and I called Hannah a uh, an <laughs> emo minion one time. An emo, banana. She's she's the Jim's uh, Jim's emo minion. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, shout out to our bad moms. So look, bad moms club man coming through with the. The podcast sponsorship. And so, how long does this buy them? Does it get them one podcast? Does it get them a month? I don't know. It gets them at least one. Look, I mean, that maker's mark is what? I mean, it's like fifty bucks. Fifty bucks, yeah, probably. I don't it's know how mean. cheap we are. We're pretty cheap. <laughs> I mean, oh, I was just wanting some utilities. That's, but push, this is that's a pushing a hundred dollar yeah. basket yeah. easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hundred dollar sponsor. So I mean, I but look, that, if we set it here, then other I know, people are going to come I, in at hundred dollars, and they're like, "We get a month for a hundred bucks." We get a month. So look, I'm going to leave it very open ended. You'll just have to listen next week and see if the Bad Moms Club hold their hold their uh, hold their spot on the uh, as the the sole sponsor. And look, we we are we are willing to be bought out, guys. So if there's someone else that wants to be the top dono, oh, yes. for the Cam and the Rev, and then there's Jeff podcast. Feel free to go ahead and and send it your way. Yes, you know, in the the I don't know three four weeks that we've been doing this. I can say that it has been very profitable, much more so than what I thought. Absolutely. Because not only do we have the Bad Moms Club just coming in so clutch with uh, with this basket and, and card and, and, you know, poster and everything, you know, we've got, it's, it's like their own theme song. They, I mean, they've got their own like bad boys, but it's the Bad Moms theme yes. song. They need a theme song. They do need a theme song. song. But we've also found another, uh, you know, way to make some money. Guys, that, that I really, I never even thought would be a moneymaker for us. And, and that's our suggestion box. Yeah, it's working out. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, I think we are $3 in the black. 
Jeff, um, it's the box. I I attribute it all to the. Hey, thank you, sir. Thank you. Oops. Yes. Um, God, this thing just keeps going. Yeah, yeah. I don't stop. It's like a. It's like a golf clap. <laughs> uh, well, look, let's just jump right in. I mean, speaking of suggestions, we actually had quite a few suggestions in here. Now, I don't know. Now, Mark, you monitor more of the online stuff. Have we gotten any there? We we've ha- we have had a few. Nothing. Look, the suggestion box, and I'm just going to say that, that Cam and the Rev and, obviously, and, and Jeff, if it, we, we have we came up with a fantastic idea just on the fly one night right and, and jeff came in clutch with the su- building the suggestion box really quickly i mean it was just like a matter of days oh i had my doubts and it was no it was like next day like it was like this, this scarf is getting freaking hot that i now i figured out why you know <laughs> i feel like somebody's trying to choke me with this scarf it's yeah, not, i told you cool it's, winter it's, day yeah maybe Yours looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. I feel all rugby about look, it. Look, I like. I, look, mine. Mine is really good. I, I do like. Must mine. Be, it's, hey, and before we move on from shiny. the bad moms, Stephanie really kind of gets my style. But uh, my wife just uh, celebrated her fortieth birthday. Hey, 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 shout out to her. hey Steph. She's Happy officially birthday. a cougar. <laughs> this is something I've strived for for twenty years. You're guys. there, man. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I've been trying to get to here for God since I was a teenager. You know, I'm so, trying to get me a cougar. So you just had to, you just had to you had to grow your own. That's what you're basically saying. Yes, yeah. raise your own cougars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, the, the yeah. Camrano Cougar Academy is that what you've been running for the last 20 years with Stephanie? <laughs> well, I, I had a milf right out the gate. Right out the gate, she was a milf. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah so we had to work up to it, but um. Yeah, no, she's she's the best. Yeah, she's the best. That's awesome. Happy birthday, Stephanie. No, happy, happy birthday. birthday. And you know, I posted on social media uh, when I wished her a happy birthday and and thanked her for sharing her husband with me because mm, obviously, for sure. absolutely, you know, Kyle and I have a, a pretty deep relationship, and and you know, our wives kind of. I mean, I don't want to say they take a back seat, but they they definitely defer sometimes to 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 our relationship and, they have to share they, they, they do they do it's um it's, it's very bromantic sharing is caring right sharing is caring so sharing little, little sharing never hurt caring. anybody i just don't know that we can get like your wife and my wife together on the same topic because oh, the day that, that no, happens no 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 we gotta i don't know that we'll have much ammunition to no back, we don't have any ammunition we need to set the chalk it up at, at every time that happens we have to deflect into something else and like keep them going on other topics other than our relationship. Okay? New vacuum cleaners. And stuff. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, no. I did not say that. Wait, Stephanie wrong side. Wrong, no. I didn't say it. I'm trying to think of stuff that interests them. Uh, any anything other than <laughs> other than the cam and the rev relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but we have a special buddy. We do. We do. <laughs> so um, and Jeff. And, and, and then Jeff. there's Jeff. And, Jeff. and, Jeff. and look, and, and we third have. Wheel. Look, you ever seen Pulp Fiction? Listen. Wait, no, we probably don't need to go there. Listen, tricycles are awesome. <laughs> tricycles okay. are awesome. I'm fine with that. I'm just saying. So, um, do we want to just jump right into? Yeah, let's do some suggestions. Do the dumb man. ones first. Do, yeah, give me the oh, dumb okay. ones. Right, give us the you, dumb ones. Give me the dumb ones. And then now, we'll some get... of these are just kind of. All silly. right, I don't want to say dumb. Oh, yeah. Less. Uh, how how did you and your brother used to say moron? Highest classification of mental deficiency. 
Well, I mean, this one right here really is. I mean, somebody suggested let's put an Alabama signs. Let's hang them up in the gym. Um, but aren't they on the down or something? I don't know. That's don't they lose a? I mean, they don't okay, lose a lot, look, but they yeah, lost. Bandwagon, a, a band, bunch of bandwagon. <laughs> Alabama. They Everybody's don't even know what they fan. are. If they're mm-hmm. Crimson Tide, if yeah. they're an elephant, what, what are you? What exactly is a? Crimson I mean, what is tide? What, what is with Alabama like, teams that don't don't know who they are? Yeah, because they're like trans. Oh wait, 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 wait! wait. Don't don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. Don't go Why? where you're getting what? ready to go. What? Don't go where. Look, don't go where you're getting ready to go. <laughs> I'm We're trying to save this this <laughs> podcast relationship right here, right now. What, but it is it not a thing? Is there any other state Jeff, that has this issue? Are you an Auburn fan? No. Oh, okay, okay. Woo. I was wondering oh. if you were an Auburn fan no, for a minute here. No. Okay. No, I'm West Virginia Mountaineers, baby. Still? All, yeah. True. From now yeah. on. See, that's a real From fan. That's not me. I'm a Fairweather fan. <laughs> Look, I, I picked I mean, my team at halftime. <laughs> I, I will. You know, we've been in Georgia for a little bit more. We're right at yeah, 18, 19 years now total. So I do enjoy watching the Georgia Bulldogs play. So, And all my kids are Georgia Bulldogs fan, except Paris. She is a true bandwagon fan. She will jump from whoever is winning. Yeah, see, that's me. And, and she like she has been an Alabama fan. She's rooted for Auburn. She's rooted for Georgia. I, I think she was even rooting for TCU at one point this past <laughs> season because she liked purple. <laughs> so she's good she'll reason. Be, yeah, look, purple's dope. Yeah, it is. So, whew. This scarf getting me hot. Yeah, I might have to go downstairs and scarf cut the air up. Nah, I might just have to keep this scarf on. Take, I don't know. I can't take it off now. I can't take it off. Uh, I've got to commit to it. All right, so, so, so Bama anyway, flags yeah, Bama flags. I don't know. You're not getting one. a Bama flag. Yeah. That had to be shout out to Matt Holland. So there, there was another one, Jeff, in there about me personally. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and I'm going to connect these two together, okay? okay. okay. The Bama okay. flag and this next one coming up. And it up. just says. Really? Yeah, I'm going to connect them. one simple sentence, and it says, Mark needs to roll more. Okay. So I will roll more if whoever put that Bama stupid suggestion in there and that person comes out and says it, that they were the one that put it in there. I will roll more with whoever you are, and I will choke the life out of you until you realize how dumb that idea was. <laughs> All right, and with that. 728, uh, Bankhead Highway. Sign the, the free uh, BJJ. Sign the freaking waiver. The Bama line, the line the in the waiver. sand is drawn. Uh, we, did have, we did have a suggestion for strippers and cocaine. Um, I mean, okay. it's going to be tough. Pretty sure we're going to have to that three dollar budget that, that we have out of the suggestion box yes, isn't not buying gonna, that. You're going to have to. It's not, it's, guys. It's, we can we can turn that three into six, six well, into twelve. Yeah. You know well, saying? and here's the thing, guys. If you yeah, want, if you want, if you want to work that hard to buy a midget stripper and baking listen, soda, and that's your strippers and cocaine, then that's no, what your three into six, but six that into twelve stripper is going to be. Gets us like a full, like grown stripper. Then we're going to put a stapler up there, and they can start stapling some Benjamins to these suggestions. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that'd be a good idea. I wonder uh, what the bad moms would think about strippers and cocaine. Let's see. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't a know. A kid's podcast so I we can all listen. Now, that was kind of cool. Is, okay, that is well, a cool you can't idea. segue in from, from strippers, strippers and, and cocaine, cocaine to, to the Oh, I thought podcast. we were just blowing through these. We are, yeah, but Jeff, oh, accidentally. Read the room, sir. Sorry. Read the room. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Not strippers, cocaine, I bourbon. Maybe be like, that. we'll hold on to that one for a yeah, second, I and then we'll go back. Out and this, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is why Jeff is still a white belt. This oh, right no. here. This is why Jeff's still a white belt. I mean, I was about to go in on some strippers and cocaine and bad moms and cougars. 
<laughs> I was out bring on up podcast kids on segue damn, day. Oh. Damn. Kids the only podcast. one of us who has a communications degree. <laughs> Jeff is the one that doesn't understand segues. Yeah, just, uh, just blew it on that. Just made a C. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I thought we were skipping over some of the minor ones and and getting to some of the like really good ones. No, okay. we are. We okay. Are. So sorry. All right. sorry. So now that we're here, though, we can't just, just leave where the, it where we were in the stack. That's fine. We can't just leave it. So that is that's a great idea and definitely something that, that we will talk about and and maybe get uh, get a, a kids version of the podcast because well, I think they would enjoy. it. We too. have some funny kids. In we Dominic has some interesting uh, stories about dragons. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we did a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah. And dinosaurs. Like, mm-hmm. All day with dinosaurs. knows way too much about dinosaurs. Um, let's see. Now, this I thought was interesting. Talk about guys getting pedicures with their wives. Question, do alpha males do things like that? Well. I would say absolutely. Yeah. Do y'all? I, I have. <laughs> I do consider myself an alpha. Okay. This, yeah, I, I do. I do. That's what I, I do. Consider myself an alpha. And I absolutely, I, I will go on record that I get pedicures. But do there's nothing like wrong with that. I love them. I think that if somebody <laughs> says, "Oh, you know, I don't, I don't I do that," them. it's kind of like, "Come on, man." I mean, if you're confident in who you are, all right. Bro, so go I, for it. I don't, I don't do them. But would you? <sighs> Do, I don't know. I've do been you, asked. But do you not do it because... You don't know what you're missing, sir. Is it because you think it's feminine, or is it because you just don't want somebody rubbing on your feet? There's, t- there's No, I mean, getting my feet rubbed would be kind of dope. But... Okay, so here... let me. I just, guess it is less... I don't know. It's, it's slightly less manly. So let me just tell you and just break it down for you. Okay? It's very feminine. This is the way that I Is that it I not roll. feminine? I don't know, but it feels dang good. Okay, well, there's a it's lot of good th- feelings. Well, maybe, maybe a dress and a and a and a wig feels good. A, a dress doesn't feel good. A scarf right now is feeling pretty good. <laughs> so we'll, we'll walk it back. But that you know that's that's about as far as I'm ready to go. But look, this is how I roll when it I get nice. pedicures. It's actually kind of nice having a scarf. No, I know. Well, look, I'm so wishy washy. Look, I am willing to say that I was wrong, I, and I'm not saying that now. Kind of support your neck. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Uh, My neck was a little jacked up. I'm, I'm not saying that I. I'm not saying that I was wrong, but I'm willing to consider the scarf, the, the scarf. a little bit more. If yeah. you can consider scarves, I should probably consider manis. Is it manis and petties? No, I don't do manis. Whoa, 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 whoa! Just because I have good nails. Okay, I don't need by whose standards. By anyone's. What do you mean by anyone's? Like I don't chew my fingernails. But like a manicure, I don't have. I don't have a bunch of like hang nails or well, anything. Well, I mean, and, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that it's. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just have. I mean, done if you're it. going, well, hold on. Especially how can if you're you, going, how can you not get the mani and the petty? Easy. You just say, I but want how do you the, justify want, one and not get the other? Because I don't need it. But look, this you don't says, need the pedicure, bro. Yes, I do. Why do you need because it? Because it feels they take all good. the dry skin but, off your feet. Heck yeah! You don't think they do that in a manicure? Yeah, I don't have dry skin on my hands. Okay, I'll take it. Well, I'll get to this in a second. But how do you? Know, well, by whose standards? I bet you a manicure like specialist would be well, like, oh, I could clean those up. Well, they might, but I mean, I, I guess is that ignor- where you draw the line? Ignor- your okay, hands? No, listen, ignorance is bliss because I don't know that I. I need is it. there a difference? Okay, is there a difference in Mark going with Carrie to go, you know, spend the day and go Ooh, get a pedicure? Do you go on your own versus him just showing up by himself? Do you go on your own? Be honest. I have not went on my own. Be honest. Okay, I have not went on my own. 
You're a reverend, sir. But I am absolutely willing to go. I've actually invited Kyle to go <laughs> before. <laughs> all right, it's hard to make the argument against our wives that no. we're all bromantic <laughs> when you were inviting me to pedicures and whatnot. Look, man, it, I love pedicures. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I wanted all the black belts to go together <laughs> and get pedicures. Oh, they would go. I, I don't wanted all the black belts. But. Uh, Cody definitely would go. He likes a nice high gloss finish. And no, Dave will, the, or Cody paints his toenails. Well, he has regular. them painted. Yeah, he doesn't do them. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, his some freak are, got him to do it one night, and then he's been going to like pedicures ever okay. since, and he gets okay. like a candy apple finish easy, on his toes. Easy on the freak, okay? Because but it was a freak. Two of my, two of the three boys of mine, and they have their toenails painted right now. Okay. Okay. Well, then I'll stop. Two of the three. It's All right, but one of them, the oldest, definitely found a freak, and definitely it's some sort of weird freaky shit where they make you get your no, your your nails painted. It's some sort of like dominant, you know, submissive little thing going on here. And I'm not saying he's getting pegged or nothing. I'm just saying he's 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 just exploring this or that and the other. All right, oh. and that's that's whatever. But I mean, I, I, hey, Sorry, look, Mom. look. Miss, <laughs> sorry, Miss. Sorry, Miss. Miss. Look, hey, you. Hey, 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 hey she look, comes hey. from. Look, zero F words so far, guys. Hey, okay. Yeah, we're zero. Well, I'm navigating, so. baby. But I got my flow about me. Okay. I got a feeling we're headed that way. You're, no, you're not, I'm at zero, big fat zero. You're, you're not wrong though. I did have to look at on. You're not wrong on the old. I, I'm not, what I'm saying, man. So yeah. it's, 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 hey, it's, it's a weird fine. little. It's fine. It's but fine. I don't know if. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll do it. But I guess I just haven't done it. I think because that it going, seemed less manly. All right, back to the question. The question okay. said, if you go with your spouse, do alpha males do that? My answer to it would be absolutely. If you're comfortable you're right, yeah. as a man and you're confident who you are and your wife says, hey, let's go get a pedicure, who cares? I mean, just go. And, and yeah. I mean, that's brownie points in my book. No, but <laughs> I, I will roll in there with a Starbucks white chocolate mocha and sit there proudly <laughs> yeah. while, while. Now with your scarf. Let's see how now with, coming together. Yeah, with a scarf. Talk about being demasculated. I like it. I like it. I like it, Mark. Makes uh, you know they're rubbing your feet, painting your toenails, see. and you're doing the dishes. So, actually, the last one that I had. Not that there's anything wrong. I do the dishes sometimes. The last, sort of. I the rinse last stuff off and I put it in the dishwasher. That's that I had. The last pedicure that I had, I had a. My, my knee was tweaked, okay? Uh, my knee was tweaked. From uh, probably one of your leg locks would be my guess. Yeah. So my knee was a little bit tweaked, and so it was it was a little stiff. So my you know my left to right left to right rotation on my foot wasn't really there. Well, the 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 older you know Oriental lady that I had doing my pedicure <laughs> was not concerned whatsoever with my lack of mobility, and I almost tapped out. To a lady giving me a pedicure from some toehold position that she had me in, and I like I had to come up out of the seat. <laughs> I was like trying to clear my knee line. Hey, she might have some uh, family lineage to like some old catch wrestling. Yeah, chevrons. so I was trying to clear my knee line to keep from getting leg <laughs> so locks from to this the, about from the pedicure lady. Maybe ten years ago, I had an opportunity to go. We had this couple that was uh, in our church. And they had um, started this restaurant and basically like this uh, ministry over in Thailand, okay? Mm -hmm. 
And this guy, he was an Atlanta police officer. His wife was actually from Thailand. So the church put together like a mission trip to go over. To, you could go to Thailand and, and like hand out Bibles and stuff. And I was like, that'd be kind of cool. Right. So I signed up and went. Well, while we're there, um, I mean, everybody, you know, there are a lot of shady places in Thailand. Yeah. But there are a lot of like legit places, too. So we went to this place, and it was you could get a one-hour foot massage for $6. Wow. Six U.S. dollars for a one-hour foot massage. So we went every night, okay? (laughs) We would just go every night and sit. And they had these big, like, lounge chairs, like big – I mean, not lounge chairs, uh, recliner-type things. Yeah. Okay? And there was this guy that was one of the – therapist guys there and you know none of them speak english right and we nicknamed we nicknamed this guy the claw because (laughs) if he got a hold of your leg he would literally separate your calf muscle from the bone man it was like i've never had i mean it was so much pressure was he amazing well it, it, it was almost a little much you know it was almost like you're looking at him like but you could take it right barely but i mean it was all you could do like but but you know i mean it was take it like a man it was good but for six bucks i mean well no i hey i get it if it was six bucks i'd go after every training session you know yeah i was like i mean i could shout out shout out to melakai he's been in thailand i think his second go around Um, i mean he's had a lot of foot massages oh yeah oh melakai's getting the uh the full treatment he's getting the full like bangkok's had him for a minute now Mm. We don't, yeah, we don't want to go down that road. He may be on the run from the Taiwanese government at this point. <laughs> Maybe. He's been in the Philippines a lot. We're tracking him. Yeah. Yeah. He may or may not Shout end up Shout out to Malachi. Up, up okay. River. So, so speaking of Malachi, uh, we did see, you know, Malachi downloaded cuz you know, on our podcasting stuff, it'll it'll tell you where your downloads are from. So that brings me to something I do want to mention, you know, as a as a small tangent here. So, show Thailand? Show, show Thailand, yeah. But you don't think maybe somebody else? Uh, Malachi said he was going to listen. There's one from Thailand, so two plus two is still four, I think. <laughs> but there's something even maybe to me a little bit more interesting than that. Gentlemen, we have a regular listener from Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. That's amazing. They got waffles. They, they have. <laughs> they got mad waffles. There goes our listener from yes. Belgium. <laughs> no, they got waffles. I'm giving them props no. on waffles. Shout well, so out. They make great shotguns, too. They they do word yeah, yeah, yeah they do yeah, yeah. so that we have and waffles baby Belgium someone in that. Belgium has downloaded every episode of our podcast uh, so whoever you are from Belgium whoever you are in Belgium listening to our podcast regularly sh- give us give yes. us a shout man yeah, let us collectively know who you are. we say thank you yeah, and we thank would love to hear much. from you yeah we we want to know who you are how that's you found really us. amazing you think you it's know? that guy that's been trying to sell me geese and gym equipment <laughs> no he's from showing up on messenger he, he's from pakistan sir well i get him too but yeah <laughs> i've got i've got several <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah i don't know but whoever you are you know reach out to us on social media on for sure facebook or instagram shoot us a message cam and the rev and then there's jeff podcast on either of the two and let us know who you are and, and how you got in touch with us, man. We we appreciate you listening. And everybody, listen for everybody out there. 
thank you so much. We've had uh, hundreds of downloads of our podcast and listens to our podcast since we've started this a few weeks ago. Right. And we really appreciate everybody and all your feedback. And, you know, we've gone through some of these suggestions and we've got a few more, I think, that we're going to, we're still going to hit here. But thank you so much for everything that you've done and supported us. We, we really enjoy it. And it's it's been fantastic. Absolutely. We're having a blast. And we look, are. we'll play with different concepts, different ways of doing it and everything. And, and give us that feedback. And we Let love the know. suggestions. I mean, I, you know, I love to hear from people and, and, you know, bringing up ideas. Um, I think both um, on the on the Facebook post, the, um, uh, Dylan. Uh oh, what? Nothing. Is it prom drama? Do we have no, to go no. get a buddy? <laughs> no, no. I'll ride out, homie. No, we're all good on prom drama right now. now the, the, we think. I yeah, we my think. Phone. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, so far so good. I think on prom drama. Yeah, if y'all don't know, it gets wild out here. They did. So I did get a, a call from one of my sons about 15 minutes after he got to prom. They got there a little late because of senior walk and some few things. But about 15 minutes in, they had already taken a student out for having weed on them. And it ob- apparently it was obvious mm. that they had weed and was smoking weed. And So they 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 took a kid, a girl out already. If you're going to be uh, dumb, you got to be tough. Yeah. And just don't be dumb. Don't be dumb, guys. Be better at what you do. <laughs> Yeah, be better. Do better. <laughs> Do better things. Uh, back to your point, Jeff. What was the? Uh... Well, I mean, we had a couple of our gym members had posted some really uh, good suggestions. Okay. Um, one was uh, would love to hear the benefits of how jujitsu uh, helps when it comes to dealing with trauma or mental health. Okay. Um, and that's one of the things, you know, that even doing this the short time that I've been here, um, that I have, I have heard a lot of different people say is that, you know, I've heard people go as far as even the phrase, you know, jujitsu saved me mm-hmm. or it's, yeah, or classic. it's, or it's my outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely an outlet, you know, that it's my therapy. Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot. It's my therapy. And, you know, obviously I'm getting my, um, my third wheel opinion out of the way so y'all can clear the way for y'all because you got way oh, more experience be, on this. I'm just on. saying you no, I meant like you guys have tons of experience <sighs> on this. <laughs> but that, these these are gonna be great. Yeah, so these my, are gonna be great. But I but you're right about the fact that when you're out there, you know, that two hours that you're on the mat, I mean, like I cannot think of anything else uh, about uh, work. Uh, other than the task at hand exactly getting a phone call from a kid let me see if uh, somebody else is getting carried out we'll give you the play-by-play here in a second um but anyway why don't why don't you uh well so because we've had somebody ask about that for sure um 100 it can be an outlet um you absolutely um clear your head and you're not thinking about anything other than the task at hand um especially whenever some teenager is trying to choke your face so it's hard to like worry about your budget during that time. Yeah, or, or stress from work. Stress from work. Um, you know, anything really that's just occupying your mental space. And the things that just like um, we talk about it in comp prep, having your mind on the inner loop and an outer loop. Well, the majority of the time, most people are operating on an outer loop. So it's just like your routine and stuff like that. And sure. How, you know, it starts in the, when you wake up and 
it slowly starts to build and spin faster and faster depending on what you got going on right right so there's really it's hard to disrupt those things especially when it's something that really bothers you you know it could be with your kids and it's stuff that you can't ignore and stuff that's just going to keep creeping in your head all the time and Maybe it doesn't overwhelm you now, but it chips away at you day by day, every day, until it's just you're just spilling over all the time, right? The bottle gets full. And with jiu-jitsu, and some people can supplement it with just like working out in general. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, everybody's different, and that can get a little bit like tedious over time. But you really don't get, you know, it takes a while for before like people, like you're fighting on the mat and you're still worried about whatever your issue is. Most of the time, um, it's good to have like just an hour and a half break sure. of just clear headed. Like I haven't had to like like stress myself with this for right now. Well, and I'm having to focus. You know, for me, that hour hour and a half that I'm on the mat, like I'm literally trying not to die. You know, I yeah. mean, it's like I'm yeah, try- you're breathing I, heavy. You can't. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure, not not sure. only physically you are exhausted, but I mean, if you got to really pay attention because I mean, you're somebody's you know on your back. Yeah, you're you trying know. to problem solve in real time it, against yes. active resistance. And I think that's one of the things that I love about jiu-jitsu is that it is such a cerebral sport. Yes. Yep. Um, yep. You know, it is not just a guts and glory. It's not just who's the strongest, who's the fastest. It it requires a a mental approach. You you have to think about, you know, you always hear the uh, comparison to chess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 – you're thinking ahead, you mm-hmm. know, okay, if, if he does this, I'm going to do this. What, what You know, what am I yep. going to do three, four steps down the road? Yep. Well, that's and, why you get these video game kids that do so well because they mm-hmm. once yes. they get all the tools and they get past the physical part of it, yes. it becomes a game to them. Right. And then they're usually pretty ruthless. Yeah, yeah. The, problem, <laughs> the problem solving, like, ABCs of it, yeah. once they understand what A, B, and C are, they can put those those things together pretty quick. And if you get tapped, you just respawn well, and go and, again. And that's exactly <laughs> right. Like, you know, wrestling, for instance, nothing against wrestling, but I think that's why, like Penn, I think that's why he didn't enjoy it because he started with jujitsu, mm-hmm. and then when he went to wrestling, it was it was just you know it's a minute, it's just a grind, yeah, yeah it's a minute it's a or two minutes of just a hundred percent, you know, mm-hmm. it's just go 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 go, and he was kind of like whoa. You well, know? And there's a place for that too Absolutely. in there's jujitsu. Place. There's sure. there's a place for that too. It's just it's just not that we have so much that we have to you know so many different elements that we have to deal with. Um, one thing I will say about like you know managing mental space with training, and it can be you know anything. It can be you could be a runner, you know, trying to chase that runner's high all the time. Right. It can be jujitsu. It can be you know it can be your work. It can be whatever. But <clears throat> um, like whatever your outlet, your thing is, but it's really um, prominent. And I'm gonna try to quit saying um so f- freaking much. Good, um, there you go. I was, gonna, I was gonna let it out. Yeah, uh, Callahan breaks, baby. Um, but managing mental space with training, you have to be careful because if you're still not dealing with those issues and you're just like using it as a um, what would be the word? Like an escape. Yeah. Then you're not actually dealing with those problems. You're just, mm-hmm. uh, it's almost like you're using it like a drug. So then the moment, and ine- inevitably it'll happen, where you'll have something come up because life happens and you'll not be able to train. And, you know, whether it be injury, be this, that, and the other. And 
you'll stop training mm-hmm. and then all those things you haven't been dealing with will come and wash over you <laughs> so you'll you'll find yourself being pretty ill you know you'll 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 start to kind of have all those same feelings come back up and sometimes they even come back like tenfold mm-hmm. because you haven't been dealing with them and you know you felt really good and then you start to lose your freaking mind because you and that's when you feel like i gotta have training i gotta have jujitsu you know <laughs> exactly but um it's, it's still if you if you do it right you can use it as an outlet you can use it um you can use it as an outlet you can use it as um something that is helpful so you can do a lot of things especially through uh competition stuff like that and really for some people the same nerves um happen during just on your way to class some people have those exact same nerves like they go to comp on their way to the gym just to train absolutely right i remember and it's sometimes it's hard for us to remember like the early days of being a white belt but I do remember having like some serious nerves about because your body knows you're about to go through this thing that's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Like your body's going to hurt. Somebody's probably going to try to choke you, you know, or somebody's going to armbar you. Or you're going to get that same. Hopefully, I don't get that same guy that crushes me. And sure enough, you get the same guy that crushes you all the time. Right. So you you um you can use those moments and fighting through those moments to like. You can use them in everyday life. So anytime you have those same, you just identify those same feelings, and you're like, "Oh, I've been here before. I've been here whenever I'm, and you know, trying to fight out of guard. I'm trying to fight out of whatever position." And you can, you know, you can identify that enough to where it's just the same old stuff. You can make it through it. Sure. And then ultimately, with jujitsu, if it's in a room like uh, I used it in business settings, where. Um, when I would I used to so I used to work in a shop all the time and then when I got into more of like a corporate setting or in like you know uh, meetings and people in ties and the guys that you used to have to answer to I still had like this mentality of being just a shop guy you know and then I would still have those same nerves and then one day it just clicked and I was in a I was in a meeting with a um, I was working for a company that was a vendor for dealerships Um, I still do work for them now but I got in there and I was like, you know, I was feeling those same nerves. And I, and I hit me. I was like, God, I feel like I'm about to go into comp. I feel like I'm about to have a match. And then it hit me. I was like, but you're not having a match. Mm-hmm. And you could choke out everybody in this room. <laughs> and I was like, this is all right. This ain't so bad. Like, right. How about I talk to these people like I can choke them? And, <laughs> and they, they gave me a whole hell of a lot of confidence. It does give you confidence. You I know, mean, absolutely. It, it does. Absolutely. Um, and, it, and it does differ. So, and it does. You know, it does get a little subjective, um, depending on what trauma, um, whoever you know, with the suggestion box, um, what trauma you're speaking of. So, mine, my past traumas, and things like that, and mental health issues and all that, uh, basically came out in anger. So I was always just, you know, ready to go, always pissed off, that kind of thing. So, you know, obvious outlet with combat sports because it correlates really well right so if i have those kind of same feelings going on or things are bothering me i can go let it out on the mat think about it afterwards sure you know and then go handle it with a clear head absolutely whereas somebody with different traumas where especially like uh, sexual assault um things where or even just like domestic abuse or someone who's been like physically abused um as a young person or as an adult whatever 
Um, this can be different. So there's a little bit, there's a bit of a curve, right? Because you have to get past all the uncomfortableness. You have to get past being smothered. Mm-hmm. And everybody does. Everybody has to get past like the smothering part of it all. Um, but it's a little bit longer road. And ultimately, if you just keep showing up, you can keep working that out. But you have to be careful with it because, again, you still have your issues. You still have your problems you need to deal with. But use it as an outlet. Use it as like your your break. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then take away from it what you can. You can learn so many lessons on the mat um, if you just are just mindful of it. I can learn more about a person on the mat in like a, a day's training session, like an hour and a half, two hour training session, than I could like chilling with them or working with them for months. Yes. I can find out yes. if you're a coward. Yep. I can find out if you've got heart. If you're a bully. If you're a bully. Yeah. If you're uh, weak. Yeah, I weak can find minded, out if, if you're right. yeah. <laughs> weak minded. Weak minded. Yeah. Like yeah, if you break real easily, um, if you don't have, um, if you're hurt, if, if you're, you're hurt. like mentally hurt and broken, yeah, and if you break easier, if you're super mm-hmm. passive, if you're too aggressive, and you know what I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I am like, I, you talking about getting those nerves? I'm sitting here thinking, crap, these both these guys are black belts, and I'm thinking, what is your opinions of rolling with me? Mm-hmm. I'm serious, and I'm and I ask that almost fearfully, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, you're, it's kind of it's it's ex- well, Jeff, it's very you're sitting exposing. here at the table with us, buddy. You're well, at the table. but I, you know, there are times when jujitsu, there are times when I come out of here frustrated, you know, and yeah. it oh, almost yeah. creates a level of anxiety for me. Like, all right, that for instance, stop. Tuesday night, man, was rough for yeah. me personally. Yeah. I, you know, got my ribs cracked. I. Uh, my knees popping like crazy. Um, you know, Brits throwing me around like a dish rag. Uh, Dave's over there just having his way with all of us. Doing I mean, Dave it was stuff. doing Dave stuff. Yeah. Well, y'all were the Masters three and up division. Yeah. In yeah. that corner, so you know, it was it was interesting. Brent um, was just happy not to have a twenty year old. Yeah. Which I'm sure yeah. all of you were. Cause. Well, I love how you know Dave tells you how great you're. You know, he'll say you know he gives you a compliment at the same time you know you're he's choking the life out of you <laughs> yeah there, there's like, a there is a meme going around that i've seen a couple times where it's like the the black belt tells you you know right after your roll how great you did and he tapped you out every 15 seconds during the roll you yeah, know I think that's Dave. it's like come on man why are you lying to me just tell me that just tell me i suck yeah you but know, maybe I, something you did was good maybe you so, sucked less that day so i did a full roll one night this is about a month ago uh i say full roll it was like six minutes whatever you know I, I, we did a roll at, and and dave said come on roll with me so i rolled with dave and of course i didn't you know i didn't do anything um you know that even remotely made him question and we get done and i don't know how many times that you know i had to tap but it was a lot <laughs> and when we got finished i said uh, i looked at him and i said did i do anything there that was good and without hesitation he goes uh you tapped yeah and i was like okay good I'll that's take, good point taken yeah point taken so Got it. so look and i know jeff you may you may take that as as well that that really is little to nothing but i i don't on the other hand right because by and and you asked about what we know about you specific, you know you personally about rolling and, and here's here's what what you figure out really quick because there are guys that don't like to tap and not that anyone likes to lose but to the point where they will almost let themselves get hurt 
and just refuse to tap. They're so like, stubborn, like and an ego, headed ego so thing. much ego. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that they don't want to tap. Even you know, especially if somebody's lighter than them or or older than them, or they you know, perceive what, them as yeah. being less than what they are. Yeah. They, they don't want to tap. And to Which ought to tell you something about yourself if that's the yeah, way you're thinking. That's exactly right. You know? So Dave's saying, you know, the what did you, you ask him what you do well, and, and he's saying you tapped. That is, that's a really good thing, and that's a positive thing for you sure. to know that, okay, well, I didn't let my ego get in the way right. of someone that, that is older than you, right, that is smaller than you. And he tapped you out multiple times in a roll. Oh, yeah. You didn't let say, okay, well, screw this. This guy is not going to tap me out. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to tap. So then you get hurt and injured, and then you have to stop training. Right, and, right. You know, didn't let the ego get in the way. So it, it's, it's, a great, uh, it's a great identifier of, of a lot of things. So by him giving you that compliment, it is a compliment. Take it as such. Sure. You know, that, that okay. you, you did tap out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you weren't you weren't so ego driven that you wouldn't tap. No. Well, and what I've seen is that you'll at least try stuff instead of just like because you could absolutely just shell up and just not go for much and kind of play anti jujitsu, you know, mm-hmm. a bit. But you go for stuff, yeah. and that's like you're not gonna get if your thing is to get to a specific position and armbar people. But you get to that position, you'll never send the armbar. Well, then you're never going to get used to snatching it up. Like, right. You're never going to get used to finishing right. those last few moments of the mechanics. You sure. Know? Sure. So you, I mean, you've got to go for it, screw it up over and over, be willing to fail, be willing to tap. You know, and 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 do it over and over until you get better at it. You know, and it's so funny talking about. You know, I learned early on in this gym that size doesn't necessarily matter um i mean it does to an extent strength doesn't necessarily matter Mm. to an extent i mean obviously those things play a role size speed agility but you've got size and strength when you walked in the door but i'm saying i've also you know gotten my tail handed to me Mm -hmm. um you know by some much smaller uh, people even and females you yeah. know um i yeah. mean there's some there's some tough girls in here I, well for instance you know this would be a great time to tell my uh rachel story please do you have tell. a rachel story please i have tell. a rachel story if you have so. a rachel story i think we all have a rachel story. everyone has a rachel story um, but i i really can i give context to the rachel yes yes, yeah, yes. Please tell okay. set it up so so rachel uh she goes way back uh, as far as I guess you, what you would call our lineage. Um, so she goes as far back as when Dave Schumacher was running the Bonner boxing program here in Carrollton, Georgia. Wow. So the old Bonner's gym out here, mm-hmm. uh, he would have tie classes and all that kind of stuff. Um, so her and a, a girl named Jesse North, uh, shout out to her and her family, great people, mm-hmm. um, before she trashed her knee into a million pieces. Um, <laughs> Dave used to have to try to keep them from killing each other. Because Rachel, she she doesn't have as much chill. She okay, she doesn't have much chill. She has a lot more chill now than she ever has. Right. But back then, she had zero chill. It was all murder and murder everything in sight. Right. He would try to get them to warm up, and they'd both be bleeding. No bullshit. Like within three minutes, because one of them would crack the other, and then it would be on from there. Yeah. Rachel would murder everything in sight. Mm. She's come along so far since then. Sure. Good and Lord, like she what? would come at you. I'm several stripes she's, um into her blue belt. Yeah, she she'll be pushing up against her purple this so, year probably. 
I had been here maybe. Maybe, possibly. Maybe not. I don't know. Three months. I tell you when it was, I had just started uh, coming to the adult class from fundamentals. Nice. So that's, that tells you how early on it was in my, in my jujitsu uh, journey. And one of the things that I've learned, you know, now is uh, when you are rolling with someone of different size, uh, you know, the, the, I've heard you talk, guys talk about jujitsu for jujitsu, yeah. you know, skill for yeah. skill. Um, and so I'm bigger than a lot of the people in there. And so even if someone is, is, I try not to just lay on them, you know, yeah. just use your weight yeah. to, to, to win. The There's match. a time and place for it, but you're not going to, they're not going to get much out of it. They're not going to get exactly. much out of it. Exactly. Yeah. So this, this here, this is my Rachel story. And Rachel, if you're listening, um, you probably don't even remember this, but we were, um, we were doing, Dave was teaching and the thing that Dave was teaching that night was side control and using your shoulder pressure into their neck okay and and like trying to put you know grab your shoulder up into their neck and make mm-hmm. them tap kind of vomit so dave food. was teaching and he was teaching the shoulder pressure thing and he had made the comment you know if if you if you're successful in this uh you know i'll buy somebody i'll, I'll buy you a six pack of beer he'd made some comment off the cuff it's very well, dave like i you know i'm rolling rachel and i get paired up and now, I'm a lot heavier than Rachel, a lot bigger than her. Now, granted, she's technically light years beyond me. And I, you know, didn't know any better than just to use my weight for pressure. And um, I think <laughs> she was probably more frustrated with me than she was, you know, uh, like seriously tapping to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the bell goes off and and i could tell she was probably like you know this guy's just heavy and he's putting all this pressure on me but you know it wasn't like i was doing anything other than just being fat mm-hmm. well the bell She's rings <laughs> and so dave's like grab water grab another partner and so i'm over there drinking water and all of a sudden i hear this little voice say hey where's that guy <laughs> and so wait wait pause pause right there so that's that's where you know you're still really new because you don't have a name yet yeah you're just where's that guy yeah she literally said where's that guy where's that guy and i didn't even think she was talking about me i just turned around like who's she talking about and i turned around and she's looking me dead in the eye and she points and she goes yeah you she said you and me let's go again now i'm gonna tell you oh, something oh god <laughs> You're lucky she didn't punch you in the face. There's very few times in my life, if ever, that I can say that I was a little bit fearful physically of a woman. But at that moment in time. Rachel scares me. Yeah. At that that moment in time, I was kind of like, man, this is this is not going to be good. No, that's okay. And and I looked at her and I think I was kind of like, I'm good. You know, she's like, no, no, no. You and I are going again. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you all for the next five minutes. She absolutely mauled me. Just, it was embarrassing. I mean, she was all over me, and I couldn't do anything about it. I mean, I didn't know anything I was doing. I don't know how many times she wrapped my own gi around my neck, yeah. but it was um, it was brutal. And, you know, to this day now, you know, we've we've become friends, and, I mean, she's awesome. I think she's – Rachel's the best. She has just got a great disposition and just a great person, and she's a, a hell of an athlete. So Yeah, for sure. Shout yeah. out to you, Rachel. 
Yeah, Rachel was one of the uh, the main ones that for Dave and myself, like uh, when we'd have uh, like uh, self defense or um, uh, police seminar stuff like that. Yeah, because you take Rachel. Rachel, I think she competes in like the one twenty fivers. You know, um, so I mean, and she's like she's not a tall girl. She's like one hundred twenty five, like five five. <laughs> five four <laughs> something i don't know but she's um she's absolutely choked a couple of police officers to sleep because That's they awesome. wouldn't tap now this wasn't the correct Love way it. to go about like recruiting officers <laughs> into the academy as we come to find out because apparently when you have this idea of how things would go when you would go to like fight a 125 pound girl like the their thought process on how that would work out well right after they get skyrocketed into like reality of what could actually happen. Like this 125 pound girl could latch onto your neck and choke you unconscious. Well, they got to go to work in an hour. They didn't go on shift in an hour. And that's pretty scary for them. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's, it's reality. It's reality. The good thing for them is there aren't many Rachel's walking around, you know, Carrollton. We don't think. Well, <laughs> they might be visiting. They might be Rachel's friends or she might have a little gang of disciples. Who knows? Yeah. It's Rachel. She might have a little cult. I just can't imagine there's many of her. I mean, she's she's a beast. Well, the other girls that are um, the white belts coming up now, and I know other uh, uh, female practitioners in the past have had a tough time with Rachel, and a lot of them don't like her right out the gate. Um, now, in the, probably in the past year or two, um, she'll match energy. So if you're cool, she's cool. If you come at her and try to kill her, she's going to. Beat your ass. Yeah if, yeah, if you try to make her tap to shoulder pressure, Jeff. <laughs> well, I, you know, now I know. I mean, <laughs> oh, and if you're a dude he, he and you try out. to like, you try to like big guy her or something like that. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, nah, she's gonna come at you, bro. And and now, like, I love watching some of these new guys, these 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 kids that come in, they're brand new, mm-hmm. and you'll see them get paired up with her, and I'm just, I love it. Like, oh, just, she'll call them out. She won't. Yeah, yeah, she'll call them out. Like, she'll like, hey, you want to roll? You know, yeah. and then she'll and I'm like, be oh, choking the life out of them. This is going to be fun right here. I love but it. But she's made those, um, there's a few girls in particular, um, uh, some of our white belts that she has made, like, the ones that stuck it out and yeah. kept showing up. Yeah. They've up they their game. can they can attribute yeah a lot of like that's the expectation sure like, right there sure you know and so they know what's at stake yeah she's tough know? and then some of the younger ones too you know uh, Lucy Thomas and them like one of some of our teenagers yeah. they got a lot yeah. of being able to handle the aggression because yep. sometimes it's hard to get that like you either get like passive in that in those divisions like the the younger lighter girls or you get just all anger and murder. And you got to be able to navigate those, you know. That's cool stuff, man. But all right, so another suggestion we had. Um, this comes from our old buddy Dylan. Um, Dylan was asking about. Well, now we don't have video capability. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be kind of hard for us to break down. Uh, there's a lot of street fight body cam uh, videos out there, which would be kind of hard for us to break those down. I mean, I've got the ones I re- reference all the time. Right. Um, but but he did ask a question about how, uh, you know, how does how would jiu-jitsu help and or hurt um, 
a situation for say a uh, street defense? You know, could it could it possibly well it could hurt? help if you took somebody down and choked them, and then it could hurt if you decided to pull guard and get kicked in the face. That's true. That's pretty. That's true. We wouldn't want to pull guard. Mm-hmm. Pulling guard and get kicked in the face is bad. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. In, in case you're keeping score at home, that's a, that's a bad thing to do. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Yes. Don't do that. Yeah, there's some weird uh, misconception out there that um, jujitsu guys don't know what they you know wouldn't work in the street like and that Andrew Tate guy. That's uh, that, <laughs> he's got a lot, but. He had this whole, and then maybe it was for reaction or whatever. But yeah, this whole jujitsu stupid, you know, you know, would never work in the street and all this and that, and it wouldn't work, you know, in real life scenarios and this and that. But because everybody goes straight to like, well, why would you sit down in a in a in a street fight and this and that? Well, there's <laughs> nothing about real world jujitsu that says sit down and play guard in a real fight. Okay, look, I, I want to interject and come in here for something by all means are these morons have they never been in a competition jujitsu academy before probably not because I, it, and this is what i'm what i'm saying is 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 it's just pure ignorance well it's already been proven if they think it, it and even if they think that all jujitsu guys do is pull guard yes but someone still can pull guard and beat you in jujitsu but if you think jujitsu like actual competition guys that are true comp competitors that are doing actual high level competitions don't ever stand up and get after it you're a moron yeah. you are highest classification yeah. of mental deficiency <laughs> you are a moron because i've sit here and watched just in our own gym white and blue belts go to freaking war yeah on the mat. We, we love it you know and and we love it wednesday and nights baby come check us come out Come check us out wednesday night nogi right uh, yeah you know there there is no you won't find very much pulling guard and if you do it's pulling in a very aggressive guard jesus jeff i thought you just chopped your thumb off over there <laughs> oh i'm opening up uh, some beef jerky sticks yeah, shout out to yeah. the Thank bad, you, bad moms, moms club uh, reserves <laughs> over here yeah, but you know they uh, sponsored by the bad moms, the baddest of moms, <laughs> the baddies. Are they? <laughs> yes, yes, they are. They're the baddest moms you can come up with. <laughs> the baddest moms. <laughs> the baddest moms you can come up with. Look, they. they Mind you, we've they, I've bounced in bars with biker moms and everything. <laughs> these are these right here. They're the baddest. Okay, look, you are <laughs> speaking from a place of experience. They are absolutely. The baddest moms of them all, but you're right. There's um, there's this, I don't know. There's a weird misconception about all that. Um, but where it can hurt you is um, also a lack of awareness. You know, we talk about like we've talked about before about green lighting things and not understanding the severity of it all. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a video out. I meant to mention this last time uh, that we talked about it. There's a video of like a Waffle House scuffle. So it's one of these Waffle House scuffles. You know, there's, there's, a, a, there's, there's a, a bunch lot of them, them, right? I have right. a Waffle House story when we're done. Now, of course you do, Jeff. Um, it's very funny. So uh, my wife has one too, Steph. If you ever want to talk about your platinum story at the Waffle House, there's the code there. Uh, please, please call in and feel free to talk about it. <laughs> we will give you time for the platinum Waffle Shout House story. Shout out to Mac and uh, all those guys. Uh so there's a video of uh there's like a uh, there's a guy behind the counter and there's a cook and they're fighting and all this and that 
and this uh, whitest of little white boys comes up to interject, locks the guy into a nice choke, locks onto his choke, right, and is is latched on, and they're like, no, 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 like don't don't do him like that, you know, Billy, and like don't do him like that, Todd, don't listen, <laughs> Billy, <laughs> stop, Todd. <laughs> Cut it out, and Todd lets him go. I don't know if his name is Todd, but Todd like lets Billy. him go. It's fitting. Todd is good. Billy is really fitting. <laughs> Billy? Like Billy? Okay, we'll go with Billy. Billy Boy here is latched on, and they talk him out of it. So he lets go mm. and lets the guy turn and face him. Mm. And it's like, you need to chill out and this and that. Dude, you just try to choke this drunk individual. Yeah. Yeah. Who's clearly crunk trying to fight a, a, yeah. a cook, a Waffle House cook in the late night. He unleashed. Buddy, if you latch on, it's like pulling a gun. Well, we talked yeah. about that in the last episode. Yeah. You said, and I think you said, and I quote, if I'm choking you, yeah, we're calling 911 because I'm not letting go. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm putting you to sleep, dude. I mean, that, you said that's like the equivalent of me pulling a gun, yes. basically. Yeah, because, I mean, when that, you got to think of the other person. If you've never been choked before, think about the first time you got choked. Right. Now think about that being in a real world scenario where you don't know how things could end up. Mm. So, guy does that, lets go, buddy turns around, punches him in the face, mm. walks him down, punches him in the face again, knocks him out. Uh-oh. Then starts hovering over him and they separate him and everything. But it's like, dude, you Dumb. can't like I don't care who's telling me to stop. Like you're I'm not. I just latched onto a choke. And you know, and if you're not willing and maybe, you know, his decision making probably wasn't up to par. Like maybe like him and the cook can just kind of fight. I mean, the guy's not pulling an eye. He's not threatening to kill him. Mm-hmm. He's drunk enough, man. See, I mean, he's a Waffle House cook. He should know how to fight. When you go <laughs> to Waffle it, House, isn't it on the application? It's, it's on the application. Yes. Like you got a slap box to get in there, man. Yes. Like send you the, know, you got to pat him up. <laughs> send the training man. <laughs> it's in it. So, you know, maybe you know, don't interject unless there. And then, so the flip side of that, there's a you can find um, there's another video of a guy on a subway. And the guy's just drunk, being an idiot, bothering some woman or something like that. Guy comes in, latches onto him, sits him down in the chair with him, mm. puts him to sleep, lays him down gently. He'll be fine. <laughs> yep. You know, so yep. and that and that's For where sure. you, that's like having a lack of awareness. I, I and did see that one. Yeah. yeah, I saw that one. And so there's that kind of stuff can get you in trouble. You go to choke somebody and don't understand the severity of what you just did, and thinking that it's like the training room. It's not the training room where no. you can tap and it's all good. No, you better finish it. Somebody just is going to register as, like, you just tried to choke me. You just, you just tried to kill yeah. me. So I'm going to I'm gonna up to Annie, dude. You're about to get stabbed. You're about to get shot. Right. You know, that's how you need to look at it is if you go to choke somebody. If mm. not, then you don't need to intervene. Call yeah. police. Call yeah. somebody. Maybe, you know, step in. Use words. Using yeah, words. try to de-escalate. Use your words. De-escalate, bro. De-escalate, yeah. man. Try to work that out. But... On the other side of it, it can absolutely save your ass. Because if I'm that cook, and this guy's trying to fight me, oh, I'm and you're and I'm behind a counter. I'm wearing mm-hmm. a, like a four by eight little section. Yeah, dude, ain't no dude, running. And you don't know what you're doing. Well, you better knock me out. You better, yeah, you, you better, better knock get, me out. You better get lucky. Yeah, you know, with that first puncher's chance, because if especially in in that small area. You were in my world. You know, we could go full full meme, you know, shark, you know, this this is my ocean, I'm a shark kind of <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, you know, if, if you get in a, a small, tight, confined space with, with somebody 
that their goal is just to get their hands on you and and, yeah, you've done and knows how to grapple. Yep. And I don't have to chase you. I, I hate chasing people. I don't want to chase nobody. No, I'm not chasing. Them. I'm not going to chase you. You're either going to come to me or, or disengage. This, this is where we're at. Yeah. If I got to chase you, I'll just disengage. Yeah. Then right. it's, a, it's I think that's, shit way over yeah, there. There's no point in it. I yeah. You stand big, over there by your squatted truck and, and yell at me all day long, buddy. <laughs> and that's a big misconception too. More, to people that do not more. train this. Yeah. Is that they? You know. Now, granted, you guys are both large individuals. So, you you know, if you did not know jujitsu, if you were just the average Joe, mm-hmm. you're still big men, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, it's a deterrent. But my point is, <laughs> is that the average guy, he, he what he doesn't understand is how comfortable how comfortable you would be on your back, like <laughs> if I got put there, if, right? Yeah. Like so, even even if somebody was, if somebody was, let's say, lucky or unlucky mm-hmm. enough to be able to trip you and get well, you, look, it, it may not even be unlucky. All, oh, all it takes is happened. a slip. Well, all it, could it takes be, is gravel. Say, right. We talk is, about it with the uh, police officers yeah, in saying, our officers only you class. You go to take a step back and you hit your heel might, on a curb. It might be a curb. Yep. It might be a cooler. It yep. might be a tricycle. But Ooh, you're no. just anything. But you're just as comfortable fighting on your back probably as you are standing. Yeah, I'm definitely confident enough. That's that, what, and that I would against the average guy. I would uh, yeah, not, maybe not comfortable. Because, not in that scenario. Because okay, and, maybe and not here's, comfortable. Here's where here's where sure. in, in those situations that it's really dangerous. And I'm greenlit. Is when you're yeah yeah no. If I'm on my back, I'm I'm still I'm not going to stay there. I'm looking for for a point to come up. Okay, or as he uh, a, as that person comes to me, I'm looking for a way to. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're, I like. We're having tasting tasting notes over here it's on a the whistle oaky. pig. Yeah. A little oaky. Shout out to uh, whistle pig. Sponsor us, whistle pig. <laughs> what is yeah. the distillery? Farm. Eh, no, it's whistle pig. Yeah, holler at us, man. We yeah. like we like piggyback. But my Sorry, goal is go my goal is to either be, get up right or to get on top as quick as I can. You yeah. know, but if if they end up just dive bombing on top of me, yeah, bro, come. on. Come on, well, man. What, what absolutely yeah, I have no more thought about. No, I'm going to I'm yeah. going to hurt you yeah, at if, that if, point. If, if you put me on my back, so whether you hit me and yep. I went down, yep. or you speared me, or we tripped over a, a, a bag of marbles, like whatever, or a banana peel, however we ended up there, if you're still trying to assault me while I'm on my back, yep. like you're trying to stomp me out, or you're trying to whatever, dude, I have no more, like, because I'm always going through this thought process, and I, I, I did security and I bounced for a number of years. And you're always kind of going through this, like, um, almost like if you're, if you're justified kind of kind of thought process, right? And once something like that happens, oh, I have no doubts. Yeah, I have no doubts yeah. now. You're trying to, you're for real trying yeah. to hurt me, dude. Yeah, you're yeah because you, you could have gotten away. What? Yeah, you could have stopped you right there and be like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. You know, you could have done something, yeah. but no, you decided to engage. Yes. Which means whatever I grab is going home with me. Yeah. I'm Every going to break single something. time yes. it rains or the mm-hmm. biometric pressure changes in the atmosphere, you're, you're going to remember me because your shit's going to click every time. You're, you're going to be sore. Second guess. Why yeah. did I jump on top of that guy when he was on the ground? Yeah. And it, God forbid I get a leg out of it or something like that because that's that's changing your whole oh, you're, life from you're here done. on out. You're, you're done. If it's shoulder, whatever, you know, and if I can get a choke, you're going to sleep just like mm-hmm. any other time. But I'm completely greenlit to go after whatever. And. You know, I don't have to. Um, the main thing in like a real world scenario is um, 
like managing your gas tank because adrenaline's mm-hmm. gonna hit you. It's much different from even a comp because mm-hmm. it's real violence, it's real adrenaline, and eventually it'll dump. Mm-hmm. And um, you can use that against you, you know, for you or against you or whatever. But you, um, the more efficient you'll be, the less gas you'll 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 dump, right? Mm-hmm. So the less energy you'll expend. Um, so I'm very comfortable. Like I can get to a position. And even if I've taken a shot, as long as I'm conscious, I can keep moving in my body. And we've proven this mm-hmm. uh, just in my experience. And not that it's not already out there, but just in on our, our mats that your body with enough training will keep um, trying to reach a goal, yes. even if it's unconscious. Yep. So case in point, Tony Reed. Shout out to Tony Reed, four strike brown belt. Yep. Um, he's a... Uh, a veteran he's uh he's been in fire department for a long time and tony reed is known as mr armbar he will armbar you from everywhere he's about 150 pounds and he'll get every last bit of it latched onto your limb and he'll separate it from your body and he's done this to me he's got very good technique he's got good grip breaks off of it um he's been accused of being a one-trick pony but by god stop it <laughs> if yeah, you can stop yeah, it, you then, can't stop yeah, it. It's, it's, if you let him get to a certain point in your arm, he's taking it home. He's going he's gonna to take it. So he, Tony has also been choked unconscious multiple, multiple times, times because Tony does not tap two chokes. He just don't do it. He's into some no. kinky shit. And <laughs> <laughs> if you grab his nipple and choke him, he will ride the lightning like no other boy. And he... <laughs> he's gone out I, th- on multiple I, look, I think his switch is broke somewhere in his brain you know he's he's a marine <laughs> yeah. right so it i think there's there, yeah he just doesn't know where that line is where most of us do it's like hey i'm getting ready to go to sleep right here everything's closing in tony doesn't have that switch so he just keeps fighting and fighting and fighting until he just goes to sleep yeah and then the moment that there's any any blood at an oxygen at all going to his brain even if it's not enough to open his eyes no it's not it's even a, enough to get conscious it's it's enough for him to start trying to grab an arm no, and, yes. and and break it he'll do so dave put him to sleep dave hit him with what <laughs> yeah. we call or what brian dean shout out to brian dean mm-hmm. uh used to call a mike tyson choke so yeah. on your way on like a double uh so for people who don't know like it's just like a stack pass so tight passing a double under pass where you have both legs uh, shelved up onto your thighs. You're stacking their knees to their chest. You're folding them up, right? And then on your way to passing in the gi, you'll reach and grab the collar and you'll forearm. You're basically like a bread cutter choke. And you'll pick up their pants, their hips, to stack them on top of their head while you're choking them. So you end up just like stacking them on their head and posting on your forearm, which is across their neck. And that's, this is what chokes them. And they end up stuck, flailing, and all this stuff, right? So another way to set it up is when Tony goes for his arm bars. So mm-hmm. Dave set it up, and the arm bar's still kind of in there, but Dave's got him stacked enough to choke him. Well, Dave chokes him unconscious, and he's like, oh, sh- you know, shucks. Oh, man. Tony's unconscious. He lets go. Well, Tony's unconscious body regathers the arm bar and is, like, convulting into a freaking arm bar, like, latched on and extended. Meanwhile, he's unconscious, so he doesn't know that Dave's saying tap. Wow. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's talking about muscle memory here. His body was like, we're going to get something. Don't worry about it. Wow. <laughs> so you can absolutely train yourself Holy to like, keep going that far. Yeah, crazy, right? I, I had heard bits and pieces of that, but I've never heard like the full story. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I want to say, didn't he go out like a few weeks ago? Here? Yeah, probably. It's, it's Dave, happened I quite think. a bit. So, with who? Uh, I think it was with Dave. Probably. Dave's put him to conscious. Yeah, Dave's knocked him unconscious. He's put him to sleep. <laughs> like, Tony's got a button that he lost in, like, uh, yeah, in the Marines the or something. Broke, yeah, the I love broke. Tony, man. Broke, yeah. But none of them are, like, bad. They're just, like, flash knockouts. Yeah. Like, even when they would do stand-up, if he got clipped, like, it would just be, like, and then to be back to, and you're like, Tony, you good? And he's like, Yeah, why? What are you dumb? Let's go. Like, I'm like, but you know what Tony, about Tony too? What the, hell, the, man? the other side I've seen of him is like he is very good with the kids. Yeah. When, when I've for seen sure, him work with sure. the kids, some for like sure. he's he's done some uh, like he'll fill in and work at work with the kids. Some he is really good uh, instructional. Uh, yeah, I've brought kids. him in a couple times on just for armbar stuff and stuff like yeah, that. Like yeah, even even the fundamental class could use a lot more Tony Reed on that stuff. I mean, it's just speaking of fundamentals, man. We've had some big classes here. Lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big we've had, classes. We've had some influx. We had to swap Thursday night. After the regular hurt. class yeah. was so. Um, small in comparison that we just swapped mats wow <laughs> and we had some specific stuff going for the regular class too but yeah keep showing up guys absolutely keep showing up keep signing up white belts feed the gym yeah no white belts make the world go round that's right that's right, that's right. <laughs> and then there's jeff <laughs> that's right no and it, it wouldn't and, that, and see that's something kind of going back to jeff what you were uh what you were asking us about about what we thought about you this is what we think is Kyle and I we, and, and anybody that's been in jujitsu, we were all there. Sure. So we remember what it's like to be a white belt, to get tapped out. You know, I've told the story here uh, on this podcast that, you know, my first training class and, and look, it, it wasn't just the first one. It was weeks where I, I didn't get any offensive anything. But my first training class, I got choked out, and I had literally no idea how I was getting choked out. I just knew I couldn't breathe, and everything mm. is starting to fade to black, and, and I had to tap. So we, we've all been in that white belt fundamental class. We've, sure. and, and that's that's amazing thing about jujitsu. No matter where Except you start. they didn't call it fundamental class. No, they didn't start it. They, and, and, <laughs> and really, we weren't in the fundamental class. We just got the crap beat out of us from all the upper belts. How um, dare you try harder? Oh, smash. don't try harder, smash. Yeah, just anything you do would get you, you know, submitted even more. You, you don't try hard enough, you get submitted more. If you try too hard, you get submitted more. You know, if you want to sit out around, you get submitted yeah, more. No, no. You get called out. You know, if you if you want to just say, "Hey, man, can you just hold on a second? Let me let me just catch my breath." No, you get some more submitted more. I remember my yeah. first heel hook. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I remember my first heel hook. It was in the gi. <laughs> <laughs> I was which, a white belt. Which, which look, if you don't know, heel hooks in the gi is probably the most is, is the thing that's looked down upon the most in jujitsu. <laughs> At least three you kids just, die you every just time you don't do it. do it. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. I was here thinking, dang, good job, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Angel nope. loses its way wings. to go, buddy. No, Helio Gracie himself stomps a kitten out yeah. every time you and, try to heel hook. And in Angel the loses wings. He he gets sent from heaven to hell immediately. <laughs> As soon as you, uh, as soon as you, whatever you lineage that you're connected to, yeah, yeah if they're that, dead. They that get main punished instructor, yeah, he get, he gets lashes in heaven. <laughs> this is you your know, fault, the, yeah, and it's all your fault because you heel hook in the gi. <laughs> it, it is just the most frowned upon. It's it's worse than anything. It, it's worse than not washing your gi. Oh God, Jeff, here, Jeff, really, this is the reserve. Is, Are those gummy bears in there? 
Their arc guns. Oh, oh, heck yeah. You devilish, devilish siren of bad mothers. I'm, I'm not going to touch y'all, these. I'm telling y'all, this... I'm not going to touch these. This gift basket is amazing. There's 14 grams no, of the, sugar per... Yeah, I'm 13 I'm pieces. That's only 13 pieces. That's, that's not bad. It's 14 grams, 13 pieces, bro. <laughs> it's a gram per piece. Gram it up. Weigh this out, Jeff. Um, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm not even making it like, sound like Jeff has Weigh this, this, this gram scale Dude, over Dude, I've here. been listening to... Uh, Jeff, why do you have a gram scale? <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, where did Triple Beams at? Well, where did Triple Beams at? Oh, I have been listening to the Real Narcos podcast. Lately, so. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's good, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I started on Barry Seal because I like going oh, down that Barry rabbit hole. I love that shit, dude. I love it. So love the it. American so Made was the movie. Yeah, uh, American Made. But apparently they made like they really gave him a lot by giving him Tom Cruise because apparently he was, he was a thick boy. Oh, he was big. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that but until boy, these podcasts. He was uh, ballsy. Yeah, but it's inspiring. It is. <laughs> I mean, I guess you want to run, run, run cocaine for Pablo no, Escobar. No, just whatever, whatever your cocaine is. It doesn't have to be actual illegal narcotics. It have to be just, just shoot, for metaphor, yeah, shoot for the stars. Yeah, shoot for the stars, And and kind of like heel hooking in a gi. So, so what was that story? So yeah, time? so I heel hooked. Um, so I probably wasn't even. All right, so my introduction to jujitsu. Uh, my first instructor. Through my white belt, six months or so of my white belt was Tex Johnson. Ooh. And if you don't know Tex, yeah. like um, Tex is a little yeah, hardcore. Look him up. He, he was kind of yeah. He was kind of yeah, born edges. in the wrong era. Yeah, um, should be a Viking. Should have been a Viking. Uh, lo- learned a lot of good stuff in the in the early days. Learned how to be durable and whatnot. But he uh, he's sitting on the side of the mat, and there was this other guy, Brandon, that was a purple belt then. A Brandon. Um, you, I can't remember his last name. He Huggins? stopped training. Maybe Huggins. Huggins? No, that was that was the There's young two one. two Brandons. Yeah, that was a young one. No, but anyways, he um, I I hit it, and so I just I saw it. I started watching like Dean Lister videos and stuff, and I didn't know the difference between me doing it in gi and not you know, no gi and all that kind of stuff. And back then, that school at the time really did primarily just gi. Mm-hmm. And I dropped back. I got it. The kid <laughs> tapped and everything, and he goes, "Hey, what was that?" And I jumped up happy. I was like, "A hill hook!" Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And he's like shaking his head, and Brandon oh, behind him's like God. doing the like the chop to his oh, neck, going, I guess, "No!" <laughs> he's like, "Now who no, asked you that text?" Texted. Yeah, oh, he's sitting on the side oh. of the mat watching the class roll, you know, and he, <laughs> Brandon's behind him is going, "No!" And I'm like, and then Texas. Line up, and he he's like, you stay in the middle, and Brandon's behind. I'm like, what, dude? And Brandon's like a purple belt then. Yeah, and I'm like, what? And he's like, dude, no heel hooks in the gi. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no. And so then Tex comes over, and Tex proceeds to whoop my ass. <laughs> and he didn't do it in like just like a super douchey way or nothing, but he put me in every foot lock, leg lock known to man, to the point where he held me down, hugged my legs, and tickled my feet. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> talking about fully. Oh yeah, just 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 ruined your nothing whole you year. Yeah, nothing you can do, man. Not a thing you could do about it. Because <laughs> Tex was like, uh, I think we we're around the same age, but he was like competition brown belt Alliance HQ mm-hmm. back then, wow. and he was in the the heart of it then. So yeah, and Tex has always been a beast. But he, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was. I was like, hey man, I didn't know. He was like, no. 
it's fine. You know now. <laughs> you know now. <laughs> you know now. I was like, check, check. I don't think I even messed with another footlock till Jonathan Collins was getting ready for his brown belt at Alliance. And I was his Uki um, getting ready for his leg locks because he hadn't messed with them much then. And then I got to learn like toe holds and straight angles. For those that don't know what a Uki is. It's either Uki or Uke or however people want to potentially potentially say it. Um, <laughs> it just means your training partner, guys. And it stems from judo, so relax. <laughs> Which is also where jujitsu stem from. Yeah, yeah. Relax, people. Okay. Report, report. None of us are Japanese, you f- people. <laughs> Who do we have coming up in our uh, – Do we have anybody coming up? Competitions. In, uh, competitions. Uh yeah. yeah yeah man yeah yeah we got yeah. Uh, Atlanta open IBJJF um May sixth and seventh I believe that weekend um we got a gang of kids going uh from gray to orange hopefully our orange belt young Gordon Dutton gets a uh, gets a match um as far as adults go young Isaac will be I think jumping in his first adult division for for IBJJF it's not yeah. his first adult division but his first IBJJF because he's 18 he'll now. be he, he turns 18 this year yeah 154 blue belts and um myself um buddha and simon don't just gloss over you man don't yeah, gloss over man. that that that's was big no, don't just it's like myself i mean i'll be in there yeah, you know myself and then buddha, buddha, and, and then simon you know that's what we do we go out and compete and i haven't competed enough so my last one was november in nashville i got Foot sweat by a giant Brazilian that apparently he's like number one, number two in the world, Masters. No, he is, he is the number one guy <laughs> in Masters 2 yeah, ultra well, in the world. He's got to get the business just like the rest of them. And, so. and Kyle held his own against him really well, made some mistakes, which is that's what we do, right? When you compete, you, you make mistakes, you learn yeah. from it, and we definitely have a game plan for Mr. Pyrus next time we see him. So, look, if you're listening from Sao Paulo, and I don't think <laughs> we have any Brazilians. That's where he's from. No, that is where he's from. I know that. Sure? I'm, yeah, I'm not just. So I'm if not y'all just, don't know, man, Mark's our man in the van. <laughs> like he's our guy in the van. Like I'm like, man, Mark, I need information on such and such. Boom, he'll full, full, full breakdown. Everything yeah. where he's from. Made, <laughs> wife's maiden name. Everything. Tenancies. What his tenancies, tenancies are. Tenancies. Yeah. Which, bank accounts. Which, which leg he likes to lead with. You know, <laughs> any, any special techniques. But yeah, so we don't have any Brazilian listeners yet. So. Uh, if I see one pop up in Sao Paulo, we'll know that that Pyrus is scouting you out. I know Mark you're is at like me, Mark's like Kit on Night Rider. <laughs> Did you just call me a car, Jeff? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like you just you know, you always had like the was that Kip or Kit? 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 Are you serious? You never well, saw Night Rider? It's not that bad that it's either Kip, Kip or Kit. Kit. No, like, come on, it's a P and a T. But don't objectify me, sir. I'm not objectifying you. Well, that was a compliment. Jeff object. I mean, like the he, smartest. He made me an object. He gave me. Like he gave me crap about the P's and the T's. Oh uh, yeah, but it is. Look, I guess it was <laughs> AI before AI, right? Very much. I mean, what, Ooh, what year was that? Point. Early eighties. This is weird. Yeah, eighty-five. Uh, we're back. Right. Sorry, guys. We had some technical difficulties. So when you're listening, if you if you hear you know some clicks and some breaks and pauses, uh, we're having some technical difficulties because we might Kyle and I might be black belts, but we are white belts at podcasting. So we left off. I was talking. We, you know, uh, Jeff was objectifying me 
by by calling yes. me a car, but and, and we we realized that Kit was uh, the Night Rider car was actually Kit. the first AI, and he was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, Elon that, must suck on that. Yeah, suck on that Elon. Kit hasn't taken over the world yet, but yeah. well, he's on his way. <laughs> so yeah, man. So we were uh, kind of so, just running through some things, Jeff. It, while the mics were off. Um, we Y'all probably so much good stuff. Yeah, we probably had our best content while we weren't recording. Um, but I started asking some questions that that I feel like are you know maybe this is only me that thinks this stuff, but I can't imagine I'm the only one that thinks this. But you know, we were talking about in the real world, uh, your everyday today. We were talking about how. You know, you see, you see acts of road rage. You see acts of, uh, you know, people running their mouth, you know, being being stupid. And my question was to Mark and, and, and or the Rev and, and, and Cam were, okay, you two guys are black belts in jujitsu. You're both, you know, big guys. And my question to them was, was do you ever just catch yourself thinking like, Dude, I wish a guy would. Like, I wish you would try something in real life just so that you could put what you know to the test. For sure. Every every weekend as I bounced <laughs> as a blue belt. There we go. So so for all you sort that are of, wondering, those are of, some real of. world questions. So if you got hemmed up at TC Rose back in 2015. No. Yeah, blame <laughs> jujitsu. Blame jujitsu. So you did get to use some of it. Yeah, I learned what to use and what not to use. But also, like, I don't want to have to keep my head on a swivel every weekend, so I wasn't just starting shit. Right. Somebody would have to screw up bad enough, you know, for me to have to use it. You ever had somebody, Mark, just get to run in their mouth at you in public, and you're thinking, man, you have no idea. So, and, and you're right, though. I am a, I, I am a big guy. I, I'm 6'4". Big boy. Right now, I'm about 330. Yeah. I, I have lost a lot of weight, though. Lost a ton, yeah. And, uh, and, cra- and crazy agile, so don't so, let that fool you. Yeah, you know, I, I was uh, really athletic through school, and, and I move really, really well. Um, you know, I don't look like I weigh 330. Uh, I carry my weight pretty good. Um, but I don't get tried very much. <laughs> sure. And, and plus, I have a face sometimes if I'm out in public and I'm not like – and I'm not – and I get it from my dad. My my dad has the worst resting bee face ever. <laughs> you know, he just he looks angry if he's just like not doing anything. He looks like he's angry and going to kill somebody. So I, I can have that face sometimes where I look like you know I'm just I want to hurt somebody even if if I, I may be thinking about what I'm going to cook when I get home for dinner. Uh, <laughs> oh, you won a contest? Uh, I did one. But so I, I don't get tried very much, but I do, man. I, it, it's, you know, I'll see people and it's more for like when, uh, when people are, you know, trying someone else and, and giving somebody else a hard time. Right. It's like, man, I wish you would say something to me. Yeah, right I'm now. that way. I'm yeah, that I way. Like you, you can would. almost talk as much crap as you want to yeah. me and I'll be like, do it from over there. Yeah. When you start messing with somebody I know. Yeah. It's and like, I'll man, what, what are you? Quicker. So, but you know, I, I guess I kind of had, it's a little relatable too, because Growing up, you know, I, I may have mentioned my dad was a boxer growing up. He boxed, you know, from the time I can remember, we had heavy bags and speed bags and, you know, boxing gloves all through, uh, you know, all through my childhood and, and had a ring at our house for many, many years. So I grew up knowing how to how to fight and how to throw punches, how to not get hit, how, how to hit people really hard. And I wasn't massive, but I was always, you know, I was, I'm pretty lanky, pretty long when I was growing up. 
and, and leverage and I knew how to throw a punch. I hit hard when right. I do punch. So knowing how to punch and knowing how to fight, like just from a young age, it gave me a lot of confidence too, even before jujitsu. You know, and, and I did no grappling, no wrestling or anything like that, but I knew how to box. I knew how to fight from when I was little, little, you know, I, I there's, I've got pictures of me with boxing gloves on and I'm still in diapers, mm. you know, and I've got boxing gloves on learning how to fight and learn how to punch. And there's a, there is a lot of uh, you know there's there's a lot of responsibility with knowing how to fight just like jujitsu, um, you know. And, and dad was always always taught us not you know we weren't to start fighting. We meant we talked about that too. But you know, right. you finished and I found myself a lot, especially like late middle school, early high school, where I wouldn't start a fight, but I would definitely encourage a fight <laughs> because I just loved punching people in the face. And I've pulled you back a couple times on Crossville, <laughs> Tennessee show. Yeah. Okay, so I love so and and I got in a lot of fights when I was when I was in middle school and high school because you know I wasn't I was I was tall but again I was lanky I was kind of built like Jordan my my middle son who's who's six two about one fifty five one sixty right now right you know and I was built very similar yeah, I so, was I was a little too about two. You know, we we I loved getting in fights. I I I would absolutely not shy away from a fight, and, and didn't lose any fights because if if you know how to throw a punch against most people, it's kind of like jujitsu. If you know how to grapple against most people, uh, you ab- absolutely aren't. Uh, you, you're not afraid of anything, and I wasn't afraid of anything. Right. Um, you know, and it, it made me very confident, very cocky even, and I was good at sports too. So, you know, all those things together, you know, captain of the football team when I was a junior, you know, four, you know, four sport varsity athlete, just a a lot. They made me really confident and and then jujitsu, but I kind of got over that as I got into my, you know, later high school years and, you know, when you realize you can go to jail for crap like that, Sure, (laughs) you know, sure. Um, but but when when it comes to jujitsu, it's kind of a- adds a, a wrinkle to it because now I don't even have to throw a punch. I can look like I'm being very passive and still choke you unconscious. And and you know my hands are up and I can say, officer, look, I didn't throw a punch. He was coming at me. I was just trying to restrain him. You know, you 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 know exactly what you're doing. Well, he's not bleeding. He's you know, not he's not bleeding. Up. He's not yeah. bleeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, fine. You know, I, I didn't. I, I didn't hit him, and that's what most people think of when they think of violence is is hitting or striking or kicking or something sure, like that. Sure. And if you can articulate what you did in a, in in that kind of way, that you know, listen, officer, he was being very aggressive. I was just trying to control distance, and and Absolutely. he was coming at me, and and I was just trying to keep him from hurting me. I, I was just trying to keep him and, and restrain him. So I was scared. Yeah, I, I was afraid for my life. I was afraid he was going to try to hurt me, and and. You know, when you can do that with and and not throw a punch or a kick or or, or be what a lot of people would say is aggressive, I, I think it's really powerful. Sure. Well, the problem, you know, today is like we were talking about earlier is that, you know, now so many people, you know, are carrying a weapon or yeah. uh, you know or yeah. something like that. Well, and they can't. They can't. You know, I don't know. I'm sure there's still some guys, but. Or people in general that uh you know he can have a fight with and you know what but at the end of it you know you know it is what it is you know somebody got their ass whooped somebody didn't we yeah. both were there yeah. and that move was on. it and Keep we can move moving. on but 
a lot of people, especially in front of their friends, in front of their, you know, girl, their friends, and all that kind of stuff, they can't take the humility of it all. They don't want to back down. No, and they have to. They have to. They have to up the ante. They have to get even. So, and, so going back to our original, I mean, have you guys ever, as adults, as black belts, have you ever had a situation where you have used your jujitsu to either, you know, defuse? Or, or de-escalate a situation in a, in a, that, where you had to use what you're trained to do, like in a real-world scenario? Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I've got plenty of them. Uh, not as a black belt. Now, mind you, me and, me and Mark are just now hitting our three-year. Back in October was our third year yeah. as black belts. But Well, let's say purple and up. I mean, I mean well, I'm saying so less, I, less. When I started bouncing, I was doing – I was a blue belt. Oh, okay. Okay, good. So I had a ton – you know, I had a ton of scuffles and stuff like that, and they're all, you know, they're under the context of, you know, we're in a this environment, and you know, probably the establishment got you drunk. You know, hopefully that was the goal. Well, not get you drunk, but to sell you alcohol and stuff like that. Um, you know, for you to have a good time, and then you know, whatever happens to where you need to be handled, or maybe you've you know got in a fight or whatever, and now you turn on me or something like that. Right. I've got yeah, I've got. So many. I, I went seven years without having to throw a punch or take one directly. Um, that's every weekend, Friday and Saturday night for seven years. Wow. Until yeah. that last year. And then a guy I probably consider, you know, kind of a buddy. I don't know if I consider a buddy, but I'm cool with him now. Uh, I had a guy that last year at Sucker Punch Me. <laughs> he, mm. he clipped me one time. He slept me. I didn't go to sleep, but he, he snuck me one. I got complacent. I used to have a habit. Um, I What'd got you work. do? What'd you do? So, uh, I got. Um, I mean, you didn't just take it and walk away. Uh, sort of. You didn't like sort check of. him out. Well, so what happened was, um, there it was always live music, live band, <coughs> and um, you know, so it's real loud. We had a dress code policy, and I checked him on it, and uh, I was over two other bouncers that night. So I got pretty complacent at the time, um, apparently. <laughs> and I was talking to him and then, like, looking, checking on my bouncers. Talking to him, checking on my bouncers. And then one of the times I'd done it, he just threw a punch. And he hit me, and I was like, you dumbass. And I went to go get, you know, you know, as soon as he threw the punch, like, uh, the girl he was with and a bunch of people got between us. You know, and um, now mind you, this is like my hometown bar, so uh, everybody in there knows me. A lot of people in there know him. You know, this older couple got between us and a handful of other people. And, um, you know, I mean, he threw me a good shot, big, swole guy. But, I mean, I got guys that I know guys that are when they were 150 pounds. If I gave him the same shot, I'd have been out, I'd have mm-hmm. been asleep. So, yeah, if you don't see a punch coming and somebody hits you, most of the time, if they know how to throw a punch, you're going to sleep. You should have been asleep. You should go yeah. to sleep. So, I already knew I could walk through one. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but they got between us and then it got pushed outside, right? And as soon as I stepped outside, my head just went, and I shook it off. And I cleared my head for a second. I was like, damn. I was, I was, almost using that word I'm, I'm getting close here bro we're doing great but uh um so whenever it happened um i shook it off and as soon as i shook it off i got like instantly pissed off mm-hmm. like it just was like instinct took over i was just mad and i took my phone out my wallet out and handed it to my buddy and once you step off the curve like when you're running security you're pretty much you're 
you know, you're off the job. You're not supposed to step outside and, you know, you're not supposed to go off the curb, basically, essentially. And, um, you know, I started motioning for him to kind of like get away from the crowd and this kind of that, you know, and, um, the, uh, his girlfriend was trying to like pull him away. And, uh, uh, by the time city police showed up, so oh, yeah. wasn't, wasn't yeah. nothing to be had, but I told him, I told the owner cause it was his kinfolk and, um, you know, he called him trying to clear it up right away, you know, kind of deal. And, um, I told him, I was like, just tell him to come back, tell him to come back, come get that one again. Like, just come back, come square up. I'll buy you a beer afterwards. But right. you got to be willing to accept what's about to happen because I'm going to put my hands on you. Sure. <laughs> so, but I mean, he, he clocked me good. Like, I'm, there's no doubt about that. I was clocked because, like, next day I was definitely foggy and all that. So, but I haven't ever been knocked, punched unconscious. Mark's put me to sleep. He's the only one that's put <laughs> me to sleep uh, via shoulder pressure that you try to apply to Rachel. Um, but you talk about your body doing, you know, uh, muscle memory and all that. We're in the old, old gym where it was like a basically like a shop with a roll up door. And yep. at the back of the gym were the uh, punching bags, and the rest of it was matted. And we were getting up against the punching bags, and Mark had me in side control, and I'm trying to fight out of side control, and he's got mad pressure, right? And I'm fighting, I'm fighting, I'm fighting. And the next thing I know, we're in the middle of the mat, and I'm fighting in my guard. And it like just came to me. I was like, <laughs> dude, what happened? I was like, did I go out? And Mark's like, yeah, I think you've been out, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no. He was like, yeah, dude. He's like, you went, you went kind of limp for a second. And he said, I let up, and then you got your guard immediately, and then we just reset, and here we are. <laughs> so, so you did security or bounced? Yeah, yeah, I was a bouncer at, at a local. Yeah, we did club. it in like venue spots and stuff. Like I that. got you. Yeah, but you know, I, I ran through like my rolodex of do's and don'ts. Like Kimura standing, or probably a don't unless it's out of necessity. It's definitely not a go-to because there's a free hand that they can stick you with. Yeah, sure. you've got two of your hands on one of their hands. They still have another hand. Same with head and arm chokes. I tried yep. those. They're efficient once you snatch somebody up and dip for the door. But um, there was one guy, the suspended guy, um, that was in there. And um, as soon as like I engaged him to see what was up, he tried to fight me. And as soon as he fought me, I grabbed a Kimura and I went you know, and snatched it up right away. And luckily, the guy I was working with at the time, uh, shout out David Hendricks, um, me and him went like eight months without a single problem, but he, um, you know, was good, good bouncer. So he knew what he was doing. Luckily he was like right on top of it. He had his other arm and then we walked him to the door, um, you know, let him, you know, let him out the door and everything. And, uh, as soon as he turned around that other hand, he whipped out a damn, um, mm-hmm. like a carpet cutter blade, Ooh, like a wow. razor, like the ones that are like a knife, but it's yeah. the, the, the razor blade. Yeah. 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 He popped that joker out and I was like, check. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, not using that one again. Cause I mean, he had that whole hand free the whole time I had the Kimura. Wow. Yeah. So no, I go, um, I get to the T position. I control the other hand with the far hand, the near hand up on my shoulder, basically like inviting a headlock. And then I control the hips and the far hand. And then I take you, I get you on your tippy toes and I take you to the door in a real life scenario. I'll take you to the ground and then I keep that control grip to flatten you out and expose your hands. You're like a real life Patrick Swayze. Sort of. So I'm better looking <laughs> and bigger. And bigger is like five, bigger. eight, bigger. <laughs> five, six. Patrick Swayze. I don't he's think he's a roundhouse big. kicking people. Now I have had yeah. scenarios where like I had a pants grip on a guy that was on the ground. So just like a gi grip on your pants. 
I had like a cliffhanger grip holding it up to where he couldn't get up. Like I had it up above my hip. And like I'm oh, instructing bro, wait, wait. other people to back up. Patrick Swayze's dead, man. Yeah, he oh. is. He yeah, he's dead. You can't live that life and <sighs> rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. And also five ten, by the way. Chuck Norris still alive. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris was been here before us, be here after us. <laughs> yeah. Chuck yeah. Norris. Yeah, real life scenarios. Uh but you know, in the same breath, like I've had guys you you're saying something about like road rage. I had a guy one time when I was in the box truck. Um, the box truck that I was driving only went so fast. Like, so it's just like, you can have it to the floor. It's just like, I've pointed at my dash to people and been like, this is all it's got. Like, yeah, absolutely. So, mad or not mad, <laughs> this is all it's fucking got. Yeah. Oh, man. Was that one? Number one. Wow. Dang and look, it. We're, we're, it's always we're, those accidental ones. Hey, we're, uh, we're hang on. We're, man. I'm Man. sorry. Almost right here towards yeah, the right end. Yeah, right at the end of it, bro. Right at the end. But anyways, yeah, guy was like clearly wanted to fight and get out of his car and everything. And I had been training all week. It was early in the morning. And I was like, we can do this dance if you want to, man. But I'm good. You just keep being angry. Enjoy right. your day. <laughs> and, 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 and it's probably like, like I said, I think we said this in the last in the last show is, you know, in the long run, if you can walk away from it, yeah, for sure. you're always going to be better man. off. I mean, it's just no Do sense in not getting a street fight. Man. Well, there's just some crazy, crazy people out there, man. Anything can happen. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Anything you hit your head on happen. the corner of something, yeah. man. Not even, you know, just crazy anomalies. Happen, crazy man. stuff happens. Do anything and not get a street fight. Do anything you can do to not, not die. And, and when you start getting into street fights and stuff, you're opening a door to the possibility of something terrible going wrong. And you you would end up dead. That's right. You know, no matter what. That's right. Absolutely. That's good stuff, guys. Yeah, real good stuff. Uh, so we tapping out. Yeah, man. I think we're about ready to tap out. What you got, Mark? Look, I, I have learned tonight that I am going to be open to rethinking my theory on men wearing scarves because <laughs> these scarves that we've gotten from the the bad moms club man i i, I don't know i i felt you've inspired a bit. yeah you've you've look I, again i'm man enough to say when i'm wrong and i'm 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 at least willing to consider it i'm not saying that i'm totally wrong on it but Buddy, uh, I haven't taken my scarf off this whole time. Well, it got a little hot in here for me, so I had to yeah, start. Yeah, y'all had it all wrapped up. All, uh, yeah, all I was I was full, but so I had to up. disrobe just a little bit. See, so, yeah, I went to college professor. Really yeah, man. Move, so yeah, that's it, man. That's what I'm gonna tap out with. Kyle, what you got? Um, I'm gonna tap out with that. I'm very grateful to have my wife as a cougar. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to exploring these endeavors. Yes. Now that she's a full blown cougar, um, <laughs> yeah, I love you, baby, and uh, happy birthday, happy Steph. birthday, happy birthday. You're the best ever, Jeff. Tap out, sir. Tapping out. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna go back to my story. Um, you know, on Rachel is never underestimate your opponent, and you know, be careful. Um, you know, who you're applying pressure to because you don't know what's coming um you may you maybe may, be nice on your techniques yeah there's, there's always consequences um yeah there's a lesson coming i guarantee you who is that guy where's that guy where's that guy that, where's that guy we're gonna, we're gonna learn you something buddy. she at least knows my name now she yeah. does yeah she does but uh that night she did not but uh she i knew her name 
That's for sure. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> awesome stuff, guys. Awesome stuff. Well, thank you, everybody. Until next time. Okay, folks, that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in to Cam and the Rev, and then there's Jeff. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and hit that share button. And until next time, take care.